Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, Stories from School, where we tell each other stories and we learn from listening. Well, uh, great. Well, uh, welcome everyone li- listening to uh, the next episode of the Share Chair Podcast uh, coming from Fruitport High School. I'm your host today, Greg Kobalak. And today we have student, we have Layla. Pervan? How do you... Pervan. Pervan. And so it looks like Pervan, but uh, it's pronounced ethnically Pervan. And so uh, beautiful. Love it. And so let's just uh, welcome. Thanks for agreeing to be part of this. I'm excited to chat with you. Even just in the three minutes that we prepped, I feel like I've learned some fun, interesting things <laughs> about you, and I'm excited to uh, for your story to be heard. So uh, why don't you tell us just in general a little bit about yourself, like a lot of students talk about what grade they're in or a little bit about their family, and we'll just get started there. Okay. So I am Leila Pervan. I am in 11th grade. Uh, my mother is from Bosnia in Herzegovina, and my father is black and indigenous, and uh, I don't know. Like, I am very in tune to different cultures. I like ex- um, exploring different cultures. I speak eight languages, which is really fun. Um, and yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. Great. And you're, just to make it obvious, like sometimes we have exchange students on here and they say some of the same things, but you're not an exchange student. You're Mm-mm. just, uh, where were you born? Michigan. You were born in Michigan. And uh, I feel like you haven't been at Fruitport your whole life. When no, did you come to Fruitport? I came here Fruitport? in fourth grade. In fourth grade, yes. Yeah. And then uh, you took chemistry, or I was your chemistry teacher. Am I remembering right? Were you a freshman when you did yes. that? So how did that work out? Because usually that's a sophomore level class. Do you remember because the background? There was like a two-month period where I went to a different school, where uh, I lived with my mom. And I went to a school over there. And you're transitioning back and forth. So. Yes. And do you have any siblings? I do. I have step-siblings. I have um, a lot of family friends who I consider siblings. But blood-related, I have a little brother and an older sister. And then I have two step-brothers. And then my other sisters, that I call them, I have two of them. So. Okay. And so are you close with those siblings? You're yes, I'm very close with all of them, except my older stepbrother. I'm not too close with him. But when we when we get together, because he lives in California, so I don't get to see him every day. But when we get together, we have a really great time. Yeah. You seem like someone that's easy to get along with a lot of people. So Aww. do you have a lot of friends, too, around uh, schools and stuff? Or? Not in school. No, school? I like to keep to myself. <laughs> And yeah. no, you seem comfortable with that though, but yeah, yeah, I really like to keep it to myself. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of immaturity and in high school, there's a lot of that. So I usually hang out with people who are older than me. Uh, other students, I've said the same uh, kind of stuff as you before. And so, yeah, uh, great. So, uh, so what other languages do you speak? You said you speak eight languages. Yes. Technically some of them are really similar, but Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian, Russian, Czech, Hebrew, Spanish, and English. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. And um, you said similar because like, like some of them came from the same like, old country, right? Yugoslavia? Well, yeah. Bosnian, Serbian, Croatian are like kind of the same thing, but they all have different names because there's differences between them. And then, yeah, I don't know. But I know them all, and it's very fun. I started learning languages when I... Obviously, growing up, I grew with many languages in my home. But after that, like Russian was the first one that I tried learning after my first four growing up. And then, I don't know, I kind of just became obsessed with it. <laughs> so so you've yeah. learned. Uh, so part of it was, is it learning from home? Like, is there a different language spoken yeah. in your mom's home? Yeah. And so what's her first language or preferred language? Bosnia. Bosnia, I would assume. Yeah. And was, was she born in the States or was she no, born in Bosnia? She was born in Bosnia and then she had to go to Germany 
um, for five years when she was like nine. And then they kicked her out. They're like, either go back to Bosnia or come to America. And she had nothing to go back to in Bosnia. So she came to America and she spoke Bosnian and German only. She didn't speak any English, but she doesn't speak German anymore. She don't know it. And, yeah. and now she's been in the States long enough. She probably speaks English. She speaks English. So yes. my grandmother doesn't though, but she's been here the same amount of time. So your mom, your story about your mom with Germany and coming also includes grandma. Mm-hmm. So good. And my grandpa and so, my little sister. So we have something in common that uh, that I'm also first generation born in America, mm-hmm. and so uh, my family history coming here had to do with post World War II and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I imagine is is your family built on the crisis that was going on in Bosnia, Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel bad. I, I know a little bit of history about that. Like, what's, do you know much about the, the history of that time in that part of Europe? Or I try to learn about it, but my family, they really don't like talking about it because it's very traumatic. So, like, I've heard some stories that are, they just awful, like the things that they would do and my, the things that my mother has seen, but they don't like to get into detail into it very much. So I try to do my own research. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just different. Uh, is this oversimplified? There were there's different ethnic groups that were f- kind of forced to be under one government. And yeah, it was they were genocide. very nice to each other, right? Like genocides <laughs> yes. in one group, and in, uh, uh, is part of it based on religious differences? Yeah. Uh, is it all of it based on religious differences? I don't. I I'm don't know sh- for sure. I'm not for sure. I think it was though because I. Not, I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah, I, I don't want to get it wrong either. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, listeners can look it up, and I'm sure you know Wikipedia and Google yeah. can uh, can explain it real quick to us. So, well, great. Well, let me tell you how. Uh, was well, there anything else before I move? Is there anything else about your Bosnian heritage that, that's uh, you want to talk about a little bit? Like I, I, I know you. You want to say something in, in Bosnian? Do you want to say? Uh, People always ask me I to know. say something in Bosnian. I don't know. Hmm. But it's not like you have to. I mean, you speak it pretty naturally. No, I'm trying naturally. to think of what to like, say. You don't have to like yeah, plan I'm it out. Or... But I don't. I don't know what to say. What did you, like, what, what did you I say? I know how to speak Bosnian. Oh, okay. But I don't say know I don't say. know what to say in Bosnian. Neznam Wow. Like that sounds very Eastern European. Like I would expect <laughs> it would. So uh, great. Well, uh, well, let's transition a little bit here. And so uh, your. Uh, I was looking for, you know, ideas, talking with other teachers around school, like who wouldn't be a good student to interview and haven't had someone from Fruitport High School that's involved in the, the art and the arts. And so I was talking with uh, Mrs. Jacobson and uh, she had mentioned uh, your name. So so you like you take art class and you like it? Yes, I like art classes. What art class are you taking uh, this year? I'm in portfolio. I, I don't know what that means. Can you oh, explain so to us what that basically means? Basically, you're supposed to make art projects. You have five art projects that you have to make during the semester, and it's for your college portfolio. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, right now I'm working on an oil painting, and I originally started the class because I thought I was going to be able to work on film. I can't really do it. I'm working on animating, which is not exactly what I wanted to do, but um, yeah. So this sounds like like a more advanced. This is not an introduction to no. art class. So no. you've taken other art classes yeah, I've done taken well. Advanced art and uh, painting and other just a bunch of art classes. And then so tell me more about what a portfolio for college is is or what is what's the so, benefits or what you know what do you do with it? So when you want to go to like an art school, you have to have your like examples of your artwork that you can do for them to see. So. That's kind of, I don't want to go to an art school, I want to go to a film academy, hence why I wanted to go in there for film. But um, 
I still think it's very fun. I still really do enjoy it. So, okay. So, but, but your passion is not, uh, not ceramics exactly or painting, no. but it's in the film side of art. Yeah. And so, yeah, well, tell us about that. Where, what do you do with filming uh, or editing a film, I think it sounds like? Yes. Uh, and where did this, you know, love come from? What ma- what makes you enjoy it so much? Uh, so I can see you're smiling and your eyes lit up. So I'm sure you got <laughs> something on your mind. Just go with it. Oh, okay. So my interest got into film when I was like 11 or 12 years old. I was watching the show Jane the Virgin. You ever seen it? Uh, not much, but I have seen it, yes. Okay. And uh, this character named Jane Ramos, played by Rosario Dawson, came up. And I became obsessed with this character. And I was like, I need to meet her. Like, I want to meet the actress. So um, I started making like a bunch of little fan videos and everything to try to get the actress's attention. And it worked. She followed me. I met her. She's a family friend now. And her fa- her family, I adore them. And that kind of like got me jump-started. Whoa, whoa, so back up before <laughs> we go too far. So what, you just like recorded yourself with like a, a camera off a laptop no. or your phone and you made fan videos? No, or no I what, made, uh, what is, I took pieces of the episode and put them together and like made certain videos. I could show you after the oh, podcast. Oh, so, so you're, you, you didn't create videos no. of yourself showing your super fan. You actually no. like took the videos and did different editing than what you saw on TV. Yes. And uh, some kind of, you know, montage or some kind of. Yeah. Oh, and, the, the, and it was popular with other fans of the show. Yes. And so you just put things on YouTube. Is no, that... Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. And then she, and then she kept liking my videos. So I tweeted at her and I was like, you keep liking my videos, but you're not following me. So then she followed my Twitter and my Instagram and I was totally fangirling. But then a couple months later, she joined one of my Instagram lives and we were talking, um, totally fangirling again. And now she's just a friend of mine. And I, now that I know a lot of her family members, uh, a lot of the, like them know people in the industry and I've gotten to know more people in the industry. So um, I've just taken it more seriously. And a lot of like the director who, uh, Rotimi Rainwater, who directed the documentary Lost in America, just reached out to me about editing, and Rosario starred in Lost in America. So, like, there's connections there that happened because of my whole fan era. Well, I think we're, I think we're, you're starting to, you know, throw out some ideas I want the conversation to go to. But uh, I love that I didn't know some of the stuff that's <laughs> just coming up in our in our conversation now. So it seems like so you kind of. I think a lot of students, right, a lot of teenagers wouldn't step out of their comfort zone, right? Like you did a project, you put it out there for the public, you know, probably made yourself vulnerable, kind of a bold step to like, hey, you to a star, right? You should follow me, yeah. right? Instead of, and then, and it paid off, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's opened up other opportunities and other love. So, so this editing from this show, Jane the Virgin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is the kind of thing that you're maybe hoping you would do in your portfolio class kind of stuff, but it doesn't seem like the technology maybe is right to no, work out or. I wanted to, um, like make commercials and things like that, but the, I'm not sure why it didn't work out. She just said that she wasn't um, like completely familiar with what I was doing, so she wouldn't be able to grade it properly. So, and then also one of my commercials that I was supposed to do, it didn't work out because the business owner had like a family emergency was when I was supposed to be going to Chicago to see her. So um, I didn't even get to do that commercial. So we kind of just scrapped it, and now I'm working on animation stuff. 
Okay, but that's for the class you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, well, it sounds like if you're bold enough to do these other things with Twitter and Instagram, you could be bold enough to ask your teacher to take a second look if you really have a passion <laughs> at it. But I don't want to speak for, you know, the, the professional educators, of course. But, but I think you touched on this. So this has turned into other things where you have, I mean, you're like a professional editor. What's what, like? Yeah. Like, and so... Tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've done in the art editing world that you've kind of got paid for. Like, that sounds really cool that a a junior in high school is doing this. Yes. So um, basically, like, different YouTubers have reached out to me, and I will edit their videos. Um, I'm not, like, you know, grand skill editing Marvel movies or anything. It's just kind of um, different people who reach out to me, some TikTokers, uh, and then on a couple projects, podcasts. Um, and then I'm just now like starting to really get into the other aspects of it, like uh, growing my platform and going from just editing YouTube videos to editing documentaries and these bigger things. Um, and then I just got into modeling. I just got into an act into acting. And these are all kind of new for me, even still. Yeah. So we'll, I want to get to the on-screen stuff <laughs> first. So, but the behind this, the camera kind of work. I mean, you're not yeah. filming. You're you're editing. Yeah, I'm just editing. So film. you've uh, so is there? A, he says about documentaries. Like, what's the longest project you've had to work on that was edited? Oh like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well, there's the thing is like I'll get two hours worth of film, and then it takes three days to edit because there's so many different clips and you have to adjust the audio every two seconds mm -hmm. and it's just tedious work. I love it. But the final, the final product, the final product is like how many minutes long? Oh, 45 minutes. So usually, you, an hour. two hours worth of footage. You spent a half a week <laughs> editing Yeah. and it turns out to be 45 minutes of quality stuff. Yes. Wow. And so, and, uh, do, are you comfortable sharing like how, like you get paid for this? Like, do you oh. get paid good? Like, like I do uh, get paid good. So we average around $38 an hour, $38 an hour. Yeah. And so, wow. Well, you said we, <laughs> who's we just people that editors are the same usually editors. Edit 30 to $40 an hour, but starting, it depends on your skill set. Like you can start at $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. Upper usually makes sixty dollars an hour. It just it kind of depends. Wow, and 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 you're only what are you seventeen years old? Sixteen. You're sixteen years old, and you're yeah. I started uh, editing when I was twelve, though. And so. you're tw oh, wow, amazing, and you're making a nice chunk of little side hustle here, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're a full time student. You probably have other interests too, and yeah. uh, amazing. What uh, hmm? What what kind of uh, technology or programs do you use in the editing world? Uh, just like a normal, I have a laptop, I have, why well, can't I think of the name of it, a, a screen for my laptop, a Windows computer, it's just a basic setup, and then Premiere Pro, Premier After Pro. Effects. That's Premiere Pro is the name of the yeah. program. So we use, for editing the podcast, we use Wii Video, are you familiar with that? Mm -hmm. So, all right. Never heard of it. Well, no. I could give you a tutorial, but I'm sure the <laughs> professional uh, um. one you're using is uh, is pretty, you know. Whatever you're comfortable with is, you know, was was works really good. So. Yeah, I use After Effects, Premiere Pro, sometimes Photoshop because I also do digital art. What do you mean? What's digital art, and what, how is that different than? Um, so basically, art that I make on my phone. That sounds pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. So and I that, that you just too. do that for fun. It's not something you do for class. This is just no. You know. well, I used to do it for class, like yeah. in my painting class, I would do it for different projects. But wow, and and uh, and is there? 
like it sounds to me like this is something that your future could have, right? Like, is this yes. something you want to do for I plan a, like on going, decades and career and stuff like that? Yeah, I plan on going to New York Film Academy. I don't know, getting my degree in film and editing and directing or whatever I want to do because I want to do something. Um, I've tried screenwriting and directing. I'm uh, pretty much everything I have tried. So uh, we'll see which one I like best in the end. And I end up going to school for. So so what was the place in New York? Film, Film Academy. Academy, and is this like, uh, a, is this like a college? Is this something you do right after high school? Mm-hmm. Is this, and you apply to get into, or yeah, you apply and to get so into you will have your different items that you've had will be part of your application process, right? Yes. And so good. Is this like a competitive uh, arena to get into? Like how? C- I'm not sure. I just saw it, and I was like, I want to live in New York City, or somewhere in New York, because a lot of my family friends are there. And they love it. So I was like, I want to go somewhere in New York. And I was thinking NYU, uh, but that's very competitive. Yeah, do so both. I'll, I'll do apply. Both. I'll apply. But I think I'm probably more likely to get into New York Film Academy. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Not that I'm <laughs> wrapping up the interview by any means, but I'm excited to see what the, your future goes down this path, right? Because we have a lot of students that want to do this and want to go and become a teacher, want to go into medicine or, mm-hmm. you know, want to, you know, work in construction. But we don't have a lot of students that I think have this kind of path that they want to go into, you know. It seems unachievable. Part. Yeah. For, for like people in rural Michigan, it seems unachievable. That's why a lot of people, I think, don't go after it. But I figured... I can move out of Michigan. Well, well, not only can you dream it, you're doing it. Yeah, I am doing it. People are reaching out to you, and you're editing people's videos. Like you said, TikTok, YouTubers. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. How much time a week do you spend in this this world? More than I spend in school. Yeah? I spend, I don't get any sleep at all. Like, um, it's usually, I go to school, and then from... 3 to 11, I work, and then I sleep, and I wake up at 5 or 6. And the work doesn't sound like drudgery work. Like, no. you actually seem to enjoy it. I love it. That's yeah. why I do it. Because if, if I didn't like it, then I would just tell, like, I would deny what people are asking me to do. Like, can you do this? No, I don't feel like working. You know, I'm not, I don't have a boss. I'm my own boss. Yeah, so. that's great. If there's a project you want to do, you don't have to do it. Yeah. And you have, uh, yeah, if you're overwhelmed... You have some other, you know, things you want to do, mm-hmm. and you can pass. But I choose to do it. What kind of timeline do you get? Like, if they send you videos, like, do they need it done by the end of the week? Does it work on your timeline? Like, when they ask you to edit something, what kind of uh, turnaround does, it, does a project take? It honestly just depends, because there are some people, um, like, when you're working with a director, they might have very strict timelines, like deadlines. But mm-hmm. if you're working with a YouTuber, they're like, oh, I have to post next week if you can get it done by then. And then I just work on it whenever I can. But usually I try to get things done, like, the day of, because I don't want to worry about it. And I have a lot of people who need me to work with them. So, like... Um, just the other day I posted something and I was like, I'm sorry if I take forever getting back to you. I have 20 projects I'm working on right now. So, wow. So you'll do 20 projects in a week. No, not in a week. I can't in a week. No, but I try to work on like two or three a day. I don't finish them in a day, but I try to work on them a little bit at a time. And, uh, I think this week is probably going to be the first week that I have any break because tomorrow I have, um, two auditions with a talent agency and then I don't work until the day after Thanksgiving where I have an interview. Okay. So, well, thanks for making time in your busy schedule to chat with me. I'm really (laughs) enjoying this. So what uh, is, uh, when you're done with a project, are you usually proud of it and you're pretty pleased with it? And like, what's that feel like when you're done with the project? Usually 
I'm just relieved that I can sleep usually. I mean, I, I'm glad that it's done and it's over with and the person that I'm doing it for is happy with it, but I just watched the video over for 10 hours straight So while I was editing it. So I'm just like, this is done. You're ready to hit send, submit, submit. <laughs> finalize, can, whatever. Here the you go. And so, and is this something that your family sh uh, uh, shares in your pride? Like, do you show the projects to your parents and your siblings, and are they yes. excited for you too? Yes, my little brother, he has so many bragging rights. He talks about me all the time with all his classmates. But um, how, what grade is he in? He's in seventh grade. Seventh grade, okay. Yeah. And he's just like, my sister met this celebrity. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh. So, uh, well, let's transition a little bit because you started to mention auditions and stuff. So you're also doing some work more recently, it sounds like, in front of the camera. Yes. So I think you said something about acting and something about modeling. So, yeah, where does tell us about that. So I just kind of recently decided that I want to go in front of the camera. So um, I hit up my friend who's kind of like my agent. Uh, she's worked with other celebrities and everything. So I was like, I want to do acting and modeling. Give me some jobs, please. And she was like, all right. So we were kind of working together, thinking about different things I can work on. And I signed up for a lot of auditions, a lot of jobs, like 22 jobs yesterday I signed up for. You, you applied. I applied. I applied for 22 for jobs yesterday. For 22 jobs. And three of them had gotten back to me for modeling. And then I've done two photo shoots in the past couple weeks just for, you know, small brands. You got to take your little steps. Um, and then just acting I decided on Friday night that I wanted to start acting, and that's when I got on America's Funniest Home Videos Saturday. So wait, so just recently you wanted to get into acting. Yeah. Friday night, I'm going to take some steps, and Saturday you're in the audience for America's Funniest yeah. Home Videos. Now that, I, I think you, t you told me ahead of time, that wasn't in person, that was like a, yeah. a Zoom background kind of audience. Yeah. Well, tell, tell us about that. What did you have to do for that? Um, so basically, they were like, show up at... 1.30 to check in, and then at 2.30, we're going to start filming. I showed up at 1 because I wanted to be all fancy. They had a very strict dress code, very strict about everything. There was a lot of actors and actresses who were also in the audience, so we kind of, like, shared our um, social medias and everything. And then the producers came on. They were like, this is what you're going to do. Um, and then we shot a bunch of um, shots. Like, they did close-ups of our screens and everything. And it was really cool. You could see the whole set. And then Alfonso came up. He's the host of He's the show. He's the host yep. of the show. He came up and he started doing his lines. Um, and he didn't have many lines, honestly. Like, there was, like, ten times where he came out and he would say, like, a, a sentence. But we, for, like, three hours, three, four hours, we were just sitting there. And they would say, stand by on three, big laugh and applause. And then they count down for three. And then we'd all just start laughing and applauding. And that was kind of my job. So you laughed and applauded. Now, did you get to see the, the actual like video clips that are going to be at the show? No. Or, so it was all just acting, yeah, laughing and, then they and were smiling like, and applauding. And at the end, they were like, thanks, guys. The episode will air January 2nd and like ended the Zoom call. And thankfully, I got other people's contacts. And I emailed them. And I was like, uh, like, or do you know what's happening? Like, and they're like, no, I had to call them and ask because we had to do something else to get paid for our work. And I was like, are they going to email it to us? What are we going to do? So, <laughs> but it was fun. So, so it was fun. And did you get paid for it? Or are you going yes. to get paid for it? Yes. So yeah. you're now a professional paid actress too I am. for Zoom on America's Honey's Yes. So that is amazing that, that, uh, that happened so quick. 
Yeah. Man, it's a, uh, I am someone whose personality, I think, fits the opposite. I tend to be cautious and timid and calculated. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like you're more bold and why not, <laughs> right? Like, like, why not try it? Yeah. Like, so how did you, how did you find this, this America's Funniest Home Videos gig? Oh, there's this app called Backstage. And you download it, you pay $20 a month, and then it gives you a bunch of people who are looking for actors and actresses. So it just connects you to potential you know, yep. opportunities. And that's where I also apply for 22 jobs at. All right. And then you were checking your phone just before we hit record. So you have some uh, some other opportunities that might yeah. be coming. So the people, three people who got back to me after I auditioned. So. And so are these like local things in Michigan, in West Michigan, or are these things that would be virtual on Zoom again from California or yeah, it, New York? They're or? all different. There's a lot of virtual ones. There's the people, there's somebody, a company, I forgot the name of the company. They just reached out to me. They want me to go to Ohio on Thursday or Friday to audition for them. I don't know if I can go. Like that's the problem is... Because you're a full-time student. I'm a, I'm a full-time student. Like I don't, I don't know if I can go there for just one hour to audition for something so that does make it a little hard be if it so i've been trying to do either voiceover work um which i also want to try doing because i haven't done that yet or just zoom acting or things like that could you still get paid for it and it still counts as acting so i don't mind yeah have you had any kind of like acting training like did you ever were nope. you ever in like a drama club or nope nope you just kind of like go, go for it i just go for it yep it's very fun it's very cool to see how everything works like on set because usually I'm just sitting in my office in a dark room working on the film not on set doing everything yeah it sounds like you're getting the full experience and it sounds like it's still new like it's not yeah. something you've been doing for months like this is nope like this fall of 2021 <laughs> yeah like three days ago <laughs> three days ago some of this stuff so amazing well what great timing that we were able to set up this uh, this interview yes so Great. Well, uh, is there anything else about the, this uh, world that uh, you wanna you wanna share about? So many things. I have so many things that are just interesting about my world. I have a very unique life. But well, 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 the door's open. Share one or two things. I'm trying to think. Like, what can I share? Whatever you want. I know. That's what I'm thinking to myself. Like, what can oh. I share? <laughs> have you had any family members or other people in your life? that have modeled this think big, dream big, go after it, step out of comfort zone kind of uh, situation? Or is this something that you kind of started doing on your own? I started doing, well, you see, growing up, my mother always told me, um, she was like, we don't have a lot of money, so I need one of my kids to be famous. (laughs) She always told me that. And I was like, okay, I'll make it happen. I I was like, I'll make it happen. And when I was younger, she used to always tell me, you're so beautiful, you need to be a model. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. Like, why not? It seems like fun. So that's, I don't know. That's kind of my influence. And then also um, my brother, my older stepbrother, he's a reporter. That's why he's in California. He's a reporter. And he got to meet all these famous people. And I was so jealous. And I was like, I want to be able to meet all these people one day. So that's another thing. Floyd Mayweather, he's my cousin. So that's another thing. And uh, Rosario Dawson, again. Uh, actress I love her big inspiration for me so I've had people in the industry in my life who have kind of directed me in this path but also um, very traditional people who try to they're like why don't you get a job at McDonald's instead of working on the film stuff it's not gonna work out (laughs) yeah Uh, McDonald's is not gonna pay as much as the film stuff I'm sorry yeah well you have a passion for it and I and I (laughs) The world's full of those people, and I might be one of those people too, where you kind of like look at the, 
you know, a more traditional, realistic option. That, but yeah. I am, I'm so glad I know people that, that aren't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll, we'll encourage people to, to dream big and go do big things and go in a, you know, a non-traditional path. Like, mm-hmm. you have to go to high school and you got to take these classes so you can get into college. And then you get to college. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Oh, I'm going to film school. And uh, that sounds great. Well, we end all of our uh, interviews asking students, uh, you know, our, our guest, uh, what's your uh, best advice you want to share to anybody listening? So it could be about anything. So uh, what, do you, what do you have for us? Be persistent. Be persistent in what you want, no matter what. Like if it's what you want, then go after it. Because when I first started to want to be in film, everyone was like, it's not, like, not going to work. But here I am. And I think that if you can just go after what you want, despite what everybody else is telling you, then you can get it. So, so you, you're giving this advice about being persistent because you had to be persistent. Mm-hmm. And it paid off. And it paid off. And so tell us a little bit about that struggle. Like, how, how hard was it to be persistent? It, it was hard in the beginning because everyone was telling me, like, um, I was when I was 12 is also when I w- wanted to first start in getting to acting too but my parents were like no they were like no you're not going to become an actress this isn't going to work and I was like I'm going to one day I'm going to try it cuz I want to do it and I had to very slowly again like I um try to get like people's attention that I knew would bring me out there like my favorite actress I had to try to get her attention and I was very persistent in that hence why she met me um give us a timeline how long were you you know working on getting the attention uh what was the actress's name again Rosario Dawson Rosario Dawson how long did like like Hmm. was that so I six months more six months I'm trying to think February 9th, 2018 is when I first saw her on TV, and May 26th, or no, 2018, did I say 2018? I don't remember. Oh, February 9th, 2018 is when I first saw her on TV, and then May 26th, 2019 is when she followed me. So over a year. Over so a like year. like 15 months. 15 months. And so you probably weren't persistent through 15 months, but it was always on your mind? And it, you was, it was always more. on my mind. I always wanted to do it. Um, and then when she finally followed me, I was like, yes. Yes, I can make her my bestie, but um, yeah, you just have to go after what you want. If you really want it, then you'll find a way. There's always a way. I, I love that advice, and I'm really impressed that, that you found something that you're passionate about at such an early age, right? There's many seniors in high school that you know they don't know what they want to do in a year or 10 years from now, but, well, but I, you at a young age, what a blessing to, to have a passion and have gone after it and to have I, success with it. I actually wanted to be a lawyer for a very long time, even while doing all of this. Even this this year, I took AP government because I still wanted to be a lawyer. So, I mean, that was another thing. But then I was like, law school is long. I don't feel like doing all that. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Well, but I don't think you're scared of a lot of work. It sounds like <laughs> you're, you do a lot of work already. So, Well, what a pleasure. Uh, I'm so glad I got to hear your story and uh, so unique and... I'm excited that other people get to hear it too. Thank you so much, Layla, for being on our uh, on our podcast Thank today. Thank you for having me. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Share Chair. Listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud, or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com, for more.